Please listen carefully. And now, live from an airport commandeered by cosplayers, it's the Assuming Positions Podcast. Featuring two cartoon characters with overly animated mouths, Kevin and Mikey. Hey everybody, welcome to the Assuming Positions Podcast. Kevin over here. And Mikey over here. And we are at Anime Dallas, live doing Nerd Talk Radio. (laughs) All right, so... Nerd Talk Radio, hot takes. We have one right to start off with, right? Is it the one, I, is it the one you, I think you're thinking of? It's, the, it's the, some guys walking around Anime Dallas right now with a sandwich board that has it on it. I was so happy to see it and see all yes. the votes. It's divided. It is divided. It is Chris Pratt as Mario? What? For people that don't know, Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy has just signed on to be the voice of Mario in an upcoming animated Mario movie. So Quick show of hands, uh, Chris Pratt, yay? Okay. Who's got a yay for Chris Pratt? Right show here. Tell, hands. Us, Chris tell us your hot Pratt take on uh, Chris Pratt as Mario. Uh, I think it'd be pretty awesome at it, actually. I mean, he kind of has the voice for it. He kind of can fill it in. I think overall, he's pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Chris Pratt, I mean, is there anything we don't like Chris Pratt in? I, I don't know. So what, what do you think, Mikey? What's your take on Chris Pratt as Mario? It's shocking and unexpected. It's a left turn. I wouldn't have pegged a Chris Pratt. I figured they'd go with some Italian guy. Big mustache, you know, fit the Italian plumber. Well, then the thing is, too, is that how much dialogue do we know from Mario? I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? It's-a-me. Right? It's, we got, we got it's-a-me, and we, we got woohoo, and, wow. yeah, and, I mean, what else does he say nothing? What if he does like a really exciting turn about it though, and Chris Pratt just shows up and he gives him a voice with gravitas? Chris like, Pratt wow. has no gravitas. He's Star Lord. He's got plenty of gravitas. No, he doesn't. Star Lord's like oh, the, but he go- totally, the one of the know, goofiest. He intimidated Thor when he was. If you're just see, look, when you he keep, started to. You keep going like like. Talk like yeah, well, we know we know he lifts weights. That doesn't give you gravitas. <laughs> like gravitas is like Morgan Freeman, right? That's gravitas. Yes, and getting nods. That's gravitas. And I, Morgan Freeman isn't like, you know, going to be like breaking things in half with his muscles. So is that your vote for Mario? Is Morgan Freeman? Morgan- <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch it. It's a me. I can't do Morgan Freeman. Try to put me on the spot. I really want to hear him say it's a me, though. I want to hear more of your Morgan Freeman impersonation. I don't have a Morgan Freeman impersonation. Oh, Bowser, when you go from here to there. Is that your Morgan Freeman impression? That's the best you I just, got. You sound more like Miss Daisy. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, dearie. Oh, All dearie. right. We have, we have our first question from Peter Skeeter in Florida. Oh, all right. I'd like to know, is oatmeal breakfast ramen? Is oatmeal breakfast ramen? That's on topic for Anime Dallas. There's plenty of ramen here. There is lots of ramen here. Is that like breakfast ramen? Is oatmeal breakfast ramen? You seem to have an opinion. I mean, I think ramen has to have some kind of noodles in it. And oatmeal is not inherently noodles. And so, therefore, it would not be breakfast ramen. Not Uh, breakfast breakfast ramen. ramen. But is it it because you add water to it and it's hot and you, right? Is that what the thing is? Is that supposed to be the correlation? Oatmeal's Peter sixty nine from Florida did not elaborate. Wouldn't ramen be like dinner oatmeal? No, then that's oatmeal for that's breakfast for dinner. That's a whole different thing, right? But doesn't ramen have meat in it? Does that mean I gotta put meat in my oatmeal? Sometimes it has meat in it. Oh. Can you put meat in oatmeal? I've never Maybe seen like, anyone put meat in oatmeal. It. 
You can put bacon and oatmeal and like yes. We see we are bringing bacon back. Boop, boop, Hold on, there boop, is a counterpoint. Hold on. I mean, technically, a ramen has eggs in it, so isn't it breakfast in a way too? Oh, there you go. Egg yeah. could be the key ingredient. The key if ramen has eggs, does it have? We've gotten very like esoteric here, and we're like, you know, it's very like. It's very thinky. Yeah, we weren't really, we weren't really far really quick. I can go even deeper. It's is going, cereal soup? It's cereal soup. No. Most people are no, like, oh, it's no, cold. No, no, because you, you, do, you do not make soup it that way. You don't it's make soup that way. It's breakfast soup. Gazpacho no. is soup, and that is cold. No, no, I, it's not a temperature thing. It's not a temperature thing, Mikey. Mikey, it's not a temperature thing. You know why? I don't want to lose the audience. I'm sorry yeah. for such a hot take. Hold on. You're saying it's, you're saying it's not breakfast soup. Uh, to me, it's not. I have no other way to say it, but no. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Cereal soup, oatmeal soup, ramen is soup. They're all the same. Well, no, they're, so, all soup. they're all the same. No, no, but it's made differently. It would actually have to be a uh, stew. Soups are usually much thinner. Yeah, so. but you don't like take the chicken and the noodles and the stuff and put it in a bowl and then pour the chicken broth on top. That's not how you make it. Don't tell me how to make my food. Oh, man. Everyone's breaking the rules. I don't like it. We're, we're getting hot takes already. Yeah, very cold hot takes. takes. Cereal. Or cold. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how you like your soup, hot or cold. You know, and then there's the most horrible breakfast cereal in the world, grape nuts. Does anyone like grape nuts? <laughs> yeah. We all agree. No? You know what you'll hear from people who like grape nuts? They're like, you got to eat it warm. And it's like, oh, so now it tastes like warm gravel. <laughs> That's so much better than cold gravel. Raise your hand if you actually know what grape nuts is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Grape nuts is a cereal that's is best used for like your your for like putting under pavement before you grade your driveway. That's it. It's like, a cereal you know, when you say I don't want to have fun in my life anymore. It's just me and grape nuts. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's hear from the crowd. Are any nerd hot takes? Uh, anybody want to throw anything out? Anything so we'll you have a strong opinion anybody about? Anybody out there? We'll try and prove you right or wrong. Batman versus Superman. No, we did that in a movie already, right? Who would win? Superman. Who's cooler? Batman. Yeah. Goku versus Superman. Goku versus Superman. Who would win? Goku versus Superman. Versus Kal-El. See, like Superman, he can't come alive on Dragon Ball Z. Technically, you get three or one wish with the Dragon Ball, so technically he's immortal in a way. Mm, Yes, that's true. Immortality is uh, quite the skill. Is there a take up here? Just to add to Goku, I know this has been a debate with a lot of my friends, but Goku versus Sailor Moon. Ooh. Oh. Goku versus, is this a Goku versus Sailor Moon back here? All right, yeah, mine or mine. Come on up, let's come on. Sailor Moon would win because of friendship. And she's a girl. Oh, she just continues to reincarnate every time forever, so. Sailor forever. Moon is immortal? Okay, I, I get that. I'm familiar with the property, but if she can die and come back and die and come back, that's an edge on Superman. That's an edge on Goku. If Superman True, dies, he's, he's, he's done. He doesn't come back at all, so uh, Sailor Moon would definitely win. Wow, so so far, Sailor Moon and Goku are both taking down Superman. Is that really... Girl power. I believe it. What? I don't like Superman. <laughs> Ooh, spicy. I'm well, apparently you have found your home, sir. I'm, al- I'm, a- your home. I'm always going to pick like a cute girl over Superman anyway. But Agreed. I mean, I'm, I mean, no, uh, Superman's just they've ruined. Su- here's my here's hot takes on Superman. Here we go. Give it to me. 
They ruined Superman from his original thing. They just kept adding too much stuff to him. Originally, Superman couldn't fly. He, that whole leap tall buildings and thing about that's all he could do was jump really high. And buildings he, were shorter back then. <laughs> and you know, it, it, it's all that stuff that he was supposed to do in that little thing that they say at the beginning. Leap tall buildings, single bound. You know, faster than a speeding bullet. He could run fast and stuff like that. But he never had like the. I don't remember like they started giving him laser eyes and. And all like, and you have to have the kryptonite to do anything to him. So then people have to have kryptonite. So it's he's too powerful. That's the problem. He's, he's too powered powerful. powered by the sun. You would think that like once the sun goes down, hey, take on Superman. Yeah. Hey, that's a good one, Mikey. Did anyone ever think of that? If 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 Superman's powered by the sun, shouldn't he like become normie at night? Like a Dracula, like a vampire, he has to go lay down in his uh, dude. You but it, it might be like a Barry, but. That, wouldn't that make the characters so much more dynamic? Is that he could only do super stuff during the day, and then at night it's like he has to like run around and hide and stuff? Because yeah, sun is not a prerequisite for his power. It just comes from he's got he's got batteries. He's like got a oh he, he's got batteries. He battery yeah. powers is it? It's lithium ion. Sub also, I want to know this too. I know Krypton was blown up, but if we go to Krypton, do we get superpowers? No? That's not how it works? You don't think so? That's not fair. All right, so the, the, the question is, if you go to Krypton, would you get superpowers, being a human? Well, it's more depending on if, well, you can get used to the whatever gravity is on Krypton and all of that, and if you just get used to the planet's condition. So yeah. you're telling me, as my leprechaun self, I go to Krypton, I'm just going to get crushed like a soda can? Okay. I mean, depending, because apparently the... Uh, Based on the movie, because I don't know why, uh, Krypton is more like has a more heavy gravity than uh, Earth. There you go. Okay. That's heavy, that's heavy gravity correct. is the key. Man, that is so wonky comic science. There goes my hope of being Superman. I was gonna though. say along the lines of of the if disregarding any movies where they actually fought each other, with the whole if Superman were to lose his powers at night, wouldn't it be a cool thing? For him to be simultaneously Superman and Batman, where he is Superman <sighs> during the day, loses his power at night, has to use all of the tech that Batman uses. You just night. made the best DC character ever. You got you to copyright it. Somebody's going to take it. Copyright that. Superman by day, Batman by night. Billionaire playable. Um, I like it. But wow. also an alien. That's cool. I well, like it. Here's the easy tangent, though. Okay, mm -hmm. so we're talking about Superman. We're yeah. giving him way more credit than you would like to give him. Yeah. What oh you you get any superpower? What superpower do you pick? Oh me? Yeah. What's you want superpowers? superpowers? Okay. I used to have one to go for this, but then I always you always flip flop, right? That's it. Do you want to give me choices, or do I just pick from the pantheon of superpowers? I can list off possibilities. And do I only get one? You can have lightning out of your fingertips. You oh, can, that's a good one. Uh, super sensitive nose, like a dog. Okay, that's a good fly. one. You can fly. Flies, flies, uh, classic. Super strength, yeah. mind reading, right. telekinesis, Kyle. Telekinesis, oh, that's a good one, right? So uh, here's the thing: is it, it depends on how nerdy and I can. Invisibility is the pervy one, man. Okay, that's not. But invisibility. So I know. Wait, invisibility <laughs> was what? I said you could get locked into places. It's not Places. that great. So if they don't know you're in there. You're done. And you so, can't set off any of the motion things in the bathroom. You're just like, man, it's dark. So I have two. I have two in my mind, and I always and, and some and I like to kind of push it too. Give it because I'll push it. So. One one that one that seems like really cool is like teleportation because you can like bamf 
<laughs> Who am I talking about? <laughs> Nightcrawler. Yeah. You can bamf around places, which seems really fun and really cool. And, you know, he kind of uses that to almost fly, sort of. There you go. You can do that. But so, and you can get into places and out of places. So not get trapped. you can be nefarious. You can not be trapped, all that stuff. But I really love Star Wars, and they technically have telekinesis. And that's it. You know, stuff what the force push is and the force pull. And really, if you really want to work telekinesis, technically, if your telekinesis is powerful enough, you can like push the earth away from you and like fly oh. and things like that. Right. Hot, hot take so. on superpower. He needs the mic. I actually got a hot take on. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, episode one is not the bad one. Episode two is. Episode one is not the bad one. Mm-hmm. Episode two is. Episode two is. Yeah, you know, we... we <laughs> yeah. Well, our producer, you, you want our producer's heart. He's nodding along. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, we have, we, have a, we have an interesting relationship with episode two. We do. <laughs> if, you, if you go back to the Did you perchance have an opportunity to interview someone from episode two? Yeah, we did. We had an opportunity to, to interview Nalini. Nalini Krishan, yeah. the, the Jedi Master Barris Afi. Yeah, and that was really cool. And, and then we watched episode two with her. So we're biased on our love and, for episode two. And so, and so now I get what you're saying 100%, but when you're sitting there with the actual actress who's like in the movie... Then suddenly you get like you're like, hey, hey, hey. you know, like hey, yeah. But I mean, so we'll just say she was great in it. Absolutely. No, but no uh, amount but, of being but, amongst greatness will ever undo no? Hayden yeah. Christensen's sand gets everywhere. I know sand gets everywhere. Sand it's is coarse. so annoying though. He's not wrong. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. You know. The hot take is it's episode so three gets burned into everyone's memory. Infamously. Yeah, dude, I don't know what happened with that, with, with Peyton Christensen and all that stuff. Because I've seen him in other stuff. An, anybody want to stand up for episode two and say, uh, episode two is the best? The only good thing is when all the Jedi start fighting the droids and whatnot. That's the only good thing. It's got a fantastic yeah. fight scene. We get to see Yoda fight. And that's where time. and that's where our friend was in that scene. That's it. So thank you. So thank you. That works for everybody. But that uh, is such a cool scene. All those lightsabers, yeah, all those Jedi. That is, it is a cool scene. And and you got Samuel in there with his purple <laughs> lightsaber being awesome. Mace Windu with the purple lightsaber, the only one to have it. Being awesome. But yeah, the prequels were hard on me as a, I'm old. I'm older than him. And I was a Star Wars kid from back in the olden times. Mm-hmm. I was alive when it came out the first time. Uh, and, uh, and uh, the prequels came out, and I went, what did you do to me, George Lucas? And I was like, wah, wah, wah. And then the millennials got older, and they're like, we like these, and this is why. And I was like, hmm, okay. That's what we do on assuming positions. We assume positions, and we hear positions, and sometimes they can influence us. And then I realized that they were the kids that I was. Because when I was a kid, this movie called Return of the Jedi came out. And a lot of the older nerds went, what are these stupid teddy bears doing running around? They're ruining my movie. And I went, I love these teddy bears running <laughs> around. Because I was like, I don't know, what was I, eight, nine? I was like the perfect age for Ewoks. Target demographic. Ewok, I was the target demographic for Ewoks. And I loved them. And I had the Ewok playset. And I had the, all the guys, Low Gray and Wicket. <laughs> and, and I'm all, all playing with, uh, it was the best. And then you'd hear like these older nerds would be like, ah, oh, ruin them. Then I was like, I turned into one of them. <laughs> I turned into one of them. And then I realized it was Mikey. Mikey helped me. Mikey's the millennial over here. That's true. That's my representation. I'm the Gen Xer. Kevin, would you go with the hot take that the Ewoks 
excuse me, Jar Jar Binks yeah. is the prequel version of the Ewoks. I don't, I don't know. I haven't. Who, who are the people who are young when? Who was Jar Jar aimed at? Who, who was what? young when the those prequels came out? Like a little kid. You were. So what? So well, yeah. What did you think? What did you think of Jar Jar as a child? Jar Jar was funny, but my parents had already introduced Star Wars to me, so yeah. I had already known like the. You know the intricacies of it, ins and outs. So I'm not even looking at Jar Jar. I'm looking at R2. Yeah. Because I feel like R2 was the first, the the kid audience was for R2. So right. I've always followed R2 around. Right. But yeah, Jar Jar is definitely there for the kids to have something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it is a kids movie. Yeah, it like is. You're talking about the generations that grew up on it. Yeah. So gotta have the kid stuff. Don't you have a hot take on R2? Uh, and Jar Jar? No, R2D2. Oh, he's the secret. He's the hero of the whole. Story kit and caboodle. He's the reason anything goes right. Doesn't matter. It's not Jedi. It's not Sith. It's it's droids. There See? The whole thing's about R two D two. I thought you were gonna ask me about my Jar Jar take. Jar Jar a Sith all day long. Yeah. All day long. All day long. Jar Jar Sith Lord. Anybody want to defend? Anyone want to defend? Oh, there it is, right there. Jar Jar is a Sith Lord. I mean, he is the reason uh, the senator to get control of the Senate. See, he was the one who gave them emergency power, so he has to be a Sith Lord. Or is he just such an idiot he was manipulated by a Sith Lord? That is true. He was very <laughs> dumb in the first place. <laughs> no, he's secretly evil. He started the whole thing. His stupidity could have all been a clever ruse. That's his Jedi. He That's did take out like eight battle droids just by doing this, doing this, you know, cord, right? That's some Sun Tzu art of war stuff. Oh, Make your out. enemy underestimate you. Do you guys uh, ever have that fun thing where if you can watch the prequels and pretend that um, Padme and um, Obi-Wan are having a secret relationship and that's what sends Anakin over the <laughs> edge? Yeah. For it. It's a fun way to watch it. If you just watch it with that in mind, you'll be like, oh, this kind of works. That seems like it gets into anime. Yeah. yeah, but it seems like it gets into anime ship territory. It'd be like, I want them to get together. So hey, Yeah, that's happening in another panel room with our friends are running over there. <laughs> I would not be surprised if Obi-Wan or her ha- ended up with a secret child. Oh, well, I mean. It'd be a spinoff for sure. Oh, wow. Obi-Wan Padme's secret child? Would Disney be so bold? Any other hot takes on that one? Oh, there she is. Would again. Disney be so bold? I mean, if you've seen extended cutted scenes that Lucas cut, that was actually one of the original plans for episode three. Oh, see. Episode three and Obi-Wan Anakin. Interesting. Obi-Wan Padme. Turns. That's some knowledge from the crowd. Yeah. Can't happen, though. Jedi can't fall in love. That's why Anakin went to the dark side, because he broke that rule. Oh, well. Do you, do you know why R2... <laughs> they can have fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't say they could. Just say, well, I guess falling in love was too broad. They can't get married in a galactic sense? Do you know why R2-D2 is called R2-D2? Do you know the story? Because he's really too down to be awesome. No, it's literally from like there's like it's like real to something too. It was like oh, written like on like a cartridge of something, and they just it was like written in masking tape with. That's marker. awesome. Yeah. That's a clever name. It's like R two D two. That's a good robot name. Way to go, George. You're so clever. <laughs> Sometimes, and then he started listening to his kids. I don't listen to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Any other Star Wars hot takes? They're listening to this like two weeks from now, going like, Star Wars hot takes. There's one over here from someone we haven't heard from. What do you think about Hayden being in the Obi Wan? Hayden Christensen being in the new Obi Wan series? I've seen Hayden Christensen in other things. He's not a bad actor. Nope. I just think some actors need really good direction. And God bless George Lucas, but he's not a director. 
So, and I, I think Hot that take right there. Anybody <laughs> want to argue that fact? George no, Lucas, a, not a, a great director. Anyone? I think he's a great director. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, once. Uh, well, twice. Th THX is good, too. He, he gets bonus points twice. for, like, oh. bringing in the people that are continuing the world, though. Because, like, he brought in Dave Filoni. He brought in all no, the... Yeah. Like, no, I give him plenty of credit. Yeah. I love George Lucas. I do not dislike George Lucas. The thing is, is that I think that he knew it, too. You know what drives me crazy? I want to go to the alternate universe. There was an alternate universe out there. George Lucas was at a dinner party with his buddy Steven Spielberg, and he said, So for the prequels... That's spot on. <laughs> I want you, Zumekis, and who was the third guy? Ron Howard. Ron Howard to direct them. And Spielberg went, nah, George, you can direct your own movies. I want Spielberg to go, yes, George, that sounds great. And can you imagine if the prequels were directed by those three guys? Zumekis, he did Back to the Future. I want to see a Back to the Future Star Wars. Spielberg, Zumekis, Ron Howard. Those would be like, oh, What? Uh, see, yes, it would be the best. <laughs> Let it the record the show lots of silent nods from the audience. Lots of silent nods from the audience. Help me with this, though, back to yeah. the Hayden Christensen yes. Obi-Wan thing. Mm -hmm. How does that work in the timeline? Because how does Darth Vader show up? Like, aren't we way past Darth Vader? I think it's either going to be played by, like, he's going to play Darth Vader, or it's a flashback, okay. like you said. Yeah, it's one or the other. So he's not showing up like a force ghost or something? No. Interesting. Nope, that's already been done. Okay. Interesting. Scott, we have another question came online. Yes, I did see that. That is the from... It's Star Wars related, which is why from I'm... From the um, Paul in Arlington. That's right. Uh, he'd like to know, besides Han Solo, are there any other scoundrels wearing vests? Scoundrels wearing vests. This is like... Because sometimes vests are so cool. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Have you guys seen Black Widow? <laughs> Listen. Okay, so... If you want to the if you want to hear some of our podcasts now after you leave here you can literally go our latest podcast was our review of Black Widow that we did. Yep. And if you haven't seen it don't listen to it because we always do spoiler reviews. We literally <laughs> go almost beat by beat and ruin the entire movie. But spoiler from our own podcast, but I super liked it. I really really liked Black Widow a lot. It's yep. probably like top 3 of the Marvels for me now. It blew me away cuz you know why it blew me away and I'll say it on the podcast too. But I went in with no expectations at all. Actually, maybe low expectations. Yep. And I was like, well, but getting to the vests, I mean, Elena, oh my gosh. That's like one of the greatest characters they've ever come up with. And it's all because of Florence Pugh, right? And she I has mean, a great bit I've never seen, vests. I've never seen her in anything before. And I'm like, who is this? And I'm like, no, if I, like we said, I love Scarlett Johansson. She's great. But, but Florence Pugh was like, was like, I'm taking this scene from you right now. I'm, and she killed it. It was great. And Very she was good. so much fun through the whole thing. And the vest thing was great. Yeah. So many pockets. This is so cool, right? Oh, man. You got to watch Black Widow, so that's best. funny. So that many funny. pockets. But who else has cool uh, scoundrels other, with other vests? Other scoundrels and vests. None. None? Is it, is it only the new Black Widow and Han Solo? Uh, Rocky Raccoon. Rocky Raccoon definitely wears a vest. Oh, Rocky is a scoundrel, though. He's, He's a, a scoundrel. total scoundrel. He steals people's legs and eyeballs. Yeah. A little bit of a scoundrel. He's, He's like, definitely like a scoundrel. I'm going to take it. Vest wearing. Peter Quill. Peter Quill, Star Lord again, Chris Pratt. Does Peter Quill definitely wears a vest. Is that a vest or is that a coat? I think it's like a Rocketeer thing, right? It's got that big flap. Yeah. Hmm. 
I mean, I'm sure at some point what, we did, had to have Did his Paul in Arlington ask himself. this question because he doesn't like the fact that there are so few vests? Is he like a daily vest wearer and he just walks around going like, everyone's like, hey, Han Solo. And he's like, oh, there's other people who wear vests. I'll make Paul happy, though. I'm going to maybe screw this up. But there is a little like neat Easter egg in Star Wars regarding Han Solo's clothes. And yeah. At the end of uh, episode six, uh, Lando Calrissian is wearing a Han Solo outfit because like, that's the only clothes they had on the ship. So mm-hmm. Han Solo is not the only person to wear the Han Solo outfit. Lando did it, too, and Lando beats Han. Are you you're talking about in the originals? Yes. Did, did you know that there's also fan canon that those are actually his clothes because he left some of his clothes on the ship when Han got it, so Han was wearing his stuff. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, so that when backwards. when <laughs> yeah, so that when Lando was back on the ship again, going after the Death Star two, he was like, <laughs> "Hey, that's my shirt." Those are snazzy digs. Scoundrels invest. Hot take. There is Greedo from Star Wars. Oh yes. Greedo does wear a vest. Also, there is another Easter egg in one of the movies. If you pause it, that's right. You can see E.T.'s race right in the, like, the whole big room. Yes, yeah. there is E.T. in the center. E.T. was a Jedi? It's true. But right? that, was in, that was in the prequels, I believe. That's a hot take. E.T. was a Jedi? Yes. E.T. a Jedi. E.T. was a Jedi. It's all the same universe. Do you... who's, who's, who's got an E.T. Jedi point? Come on. Somebody. Right here. Yes. Nah, E.T. was a Sith, obviously. Oh, E.T. was a Sith. Obviously a Sith. E.T. a Sith? Anybody? But but he's from the Star Wars universe because they showed in the prequels, and he totally knew who Yoda was when they were trick-or-treating. He got all excited when he saw Yoda and went after him. And if you don't remember that, go watch E.T. because it's one of the best movies in the world. And you'll see when they're trick-or-treating, some kid walks by dressed as Yoda, and he gets all excited. And and he's also, Elliot at one time is playing with the Star Wars toys and showing him, and E.T.'s like, Super interested because he's probably like, why do you have all my friends in like miniature form? You know, <laughs> so weird. I don't understand. Elliot. Et so, made me cry when I was a kid, and then I got made fun of by my friend I was with. Wasn't me. I wasn't there, but I would have made fun of you. Don't cry. Really? At Just kidding. No. Have you seen the audition? He, he was the, dying. He, nerd, nerd take. Who cried at Et? Raise your hand. Yes. Yeah. Tell us your Et experience. I cry every time. Yeah. I can't. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like if I go home today, which I kind of want to watch it now, yeah. I'm probably gonna cry. Right. I'm gonna cry. He's all gray, yeah, and know. The, they got all the scary. Oh, it's so uh. sad. <laughs> Gave me nightmares as a kid. Nightmares. Other movies that make you cry. How about over here? A movie that makes you cry. I have an anime that makes me cry every single time. Year lie in April. Year lie in April. Yeah. Anyone else cries during that one? Gearline April? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. That last episode, I bawled my eyes all, all 20 minutes. Mm. There you go. So this is, I guess, more of a hot take. I won't actually watch movies whenever I find out they're going to make me cry. I love E.T., but I will not watch it anymore because I know I'm going to cry in that. Mm. And I actually won't watch the, that anime movie. Well, it's a show, right? Yeah. I won't watch it at all because I know how sad it is. Why don't you like to cry? I don't. I don't like to cry during It's movies. so cathartic, it, though. No. It's escapism. No. You want to be there to have fun. <laughs> Not when it's something like that. I'm sorry. So on, now, the, on the crying parts, we... On the crying part, I just fast forward it. Oh. There you go. And then just go. How, did, how do you know when the crying part's over? You feel it. You feel it when it's coming. <laughs> and it's like, uh-uh, I'm not doing this. Music. Yes, the music, they, the music starts, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, no, let's fast forward this. If you know you're going to cry when you're watching something, just... Put it towards your end of the night and be like, hey, friends, I'm not going out. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Prepare to go to sleep. Have, like, your favorite snack. I have cookies and cream ice cream at home, so that's probably what I'm going to do. And then just end your day. 
Just end it. Man, make a moment of it. it. I, I can That's get great. behind you it. You got yeah. that all planned out. I love it. Movies that, other movies that make us cry from the panel? One, oh, dude, once I turned like 40, everything started making me cry. <laughs> you know, you it's, big it's a big, yeah, you know, well, yeah, I've cried a lot of things. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Sunshine Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Jim Carrey? Yep. Kate Winslet? The Bridge to Terabithia? Oh. Oh. oh, wow, you are actually, look like you almost, did that one sneak by your radar, your crying radar? Did it sneak by? Well, it sneaked by and then... One day at work, we had like a, a lot of rain, so I used like this little bridge thing, and I put it down, and I sent a message to my manager that I had to make a bridge to Terabithia, and they did not uh, like it at all. And I was like, it's a movie, though. <laughs> I, I want to hear, what, Mikey, what makes you cry every time? Lilo and Stitch. Really? Oh. I don't know why cartoons get me, and I, I really? was hating on E.T., but E.T. is great. I, it's the musical cues. It's yeah, the well, uh, helpless which, creature being lost. Yeah. I don't like things happen. Bad things happening to animals. All the new Pixar movies. All Pixar oh. movies. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, get, I got I got tricked right. into watching Soul. I ended up right. crying like twenty minutes right. into Soul. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. I can't even watch. Like I watched Onward, and I was just like, oh, this is a really good movie. And <laughs> then like I called my dad two days later. Yeah, man. Those that, Pixar movies. And then I was just like, you know what? All right, that's it. Uh, Those Pixar movies make me cry. That means the movie worked. My husband would kill me, but he's not here. Oh, okay. The Good Dinosaur. He only watched it once. And we went to the movies. I'm like, hey, the second time. He's like, where y'all? We're at the movies. Come by. What movie are you watching? The Good Dinosaur. Oh, no. Because he cried the first time. And he's never watched oh it. We're going to watch it again. That's funny. That's she's good. taking notes of all the movies she's never going to watch again. Oh, okay. Both Toy Story 3. And mm -hmm. Toy Story 4, yep. both of which the catharsis of growing mm -hmm. up and moving on. Yeah. Pixar does it, man. That, the Pixars are good ones. What gets me every time, though, is the end of Forrest Gump. That's it. Th that I, I ball. When I hear that, even when I just hear that piano music, I ball at the end of Forrest Gump. When, when he's looking that, at Haley Joel Osment as son? Yes, like, it's, when, he, it's when he's like, like and he's like, he, they op the lady opens the door and it's that same old, she's old now, the same bus driver, and he's like, I'm Forrest, Forrest Gump. And then and then they drives away and he just sits down waiting for him in the film. Oh, my gosh. Movies that make you cry. Hot take. Oh the part of the never-ending story where the guy's horse gets stuck in the mud, and I was like, Atreyu. so bored Wrong. of the horse. Atreyu. Wrong. Who knows the name of the horse from never-ending story? No, Atreyu was the kid, right? Yeah. yeah. What's the horse's name? The Anybody? Horse's name is... Uh, Am I the only person I know, in No, I know it. Nerd Artax. Artax is the name Who of said the horse. It? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yep. Uh, movies that make you cry. The ending of Death Note. I know it's not a movie, but it's an anime. Yeah, okay. so, and it was so go. sad. Getting lots of nods. Death Note? Who who cried at the end of Death Note? A little bit, just a little bit, maybe a little in the corner. From title alone though, you should kinda see that coming. <laughs> I mean I got one. This might be weird. I don't know if you guys seen it, but the movie Spirit. You know the little animated horse the that horse? they the they don't talk during the movie. Oh. That movie, oh my gosh! I don't know why that and like Brother Bear. I, oh I, no! I, my <laughs> nephews love watching that. And I'm like, no, we can't. No, we gotta wait to the end of the night. Wow. Movies that make you cry. <laughs> well, back with uh, anime, the uh, in Hunter Hunter, the ending of the uh, King Chimera Ant. Thought that was a really great redemption arc. There you go. That's Spirit. The ending of Spirited Away. Spirited oh, away. Yeah. Really sad. Yep. yeah. 
Wonder made me cry. Wonder made you cry. That was oh, a good yeah. one with Wonder the uh, space helmet. Studio Ghibli will make you cry too. They're like, I mean, come on. They're the, that's 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 Pixar Japan. You know, they're they're the same. So let's talk about stuff that doesn't make us cry, man. Happiness. He's like over there, like a crazy Jerry Springer running around trying to make people cry. What makes you cry? What makes you cry? So what, what makes you laugh? What, uh, what makes you laugh yeah. every time? Cartoon. What's your favorite cartoon ever? My. F- okay, this isn't a cartoon, but oh, it doesn't it's, matter. Um, oh my gosh, what's it? It's like a, it's that old movie where the toys come alive, and it always makes me laugh. Where oh my, is, is it Small Soldiers? Toy, toy Soldiers. Small toy Soldiers. soldiers. Yeah, like Tommy Lee Jones was one of the voice actors on it. I think so, yeah. And it was like the little, there's the little Indian weird. No, it's not Indian the cover. That one's sad. <laughs> 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 it's true. Wrong direction. <laughs> no, this is, it's like where all of a sudden they start turning the Barbies alive. And they're, and it's like during that part, it just makes me, it's, I think it is small soldiers, but it makes me laugh and everything because I'm like, the way they, Beef up the Barbies and make them look like that's their type of girl. There you go. <laughs> I haven't watched that one in a while. I wonder if it uh, holds up to the to the standards of today as far as. <laughs> uh, you said cartoons, right? Yeah. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Every time. That's that's a classic. Yeah. 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 Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. Yep. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah, classic. Ed, and what? Well, what makes you laugh, Mikey? Uh, uh what makes me well? What laugh? cartoon makes you laugh? You you said cartoon. Yeah. Uh, probably Futurama. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it's just so absurd. That's more old school, but well, for yeah, for new schools that this is the same guy. Is I I really like Disenchantment a lot. Oh, that, Disenchantment was great. That that shows super funny. Um, I got a classic here, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, Tom classic. And Jerry. You can't go wrong with slapstick at all. Tom yeah. and Jerry or Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner. Tom and Jerry. Wow. Wiley okay. Coyote and Roadrunner. We're like simpatico right here, man. <laughs> We're going to have to switch spots in here in a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, no, the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote is hilarious. Acme is like just a thing because of yeah. you know, Wiley Coyote. But the, the audience has dem- or, uh, now decreed that Tom okay, and Jerry is Tom the winner. Tom and Jerry. I don't know, man. I can't even remember which one is the mouse and which one's the cat sometimes. What? Tom is the cat because Tomcat. Ah, uh, look at me ah. being dead. Every, you, you're blowing people's minds right now. Yeah, Tomcat. You ever heard of a Tomcat before? How Damn. about something that everyone else thinks is funny, but you don't necessarily get? Oh. Oh, your, your hand came right up. Sorry. Uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. She can racing, racing, racing. Okay. I, for, but with the caveat of I can't do most comedy because I can't do anything that involves secondhand embarrassment. So, so if it's funny, if it's funny because they're doing something that is, you know, that is not within the social rule set, then I can't find it funny. Mm. I can get behind it, breaking the rules. Somebody in the back. My microphone is so not that long, but it's bacon. It's me. It's bacon. Hey, bacon. Um, Big Bang Theory. I don't think it's funny. I think it's bad. Yeah. No. Uh, yes. Oh, oh. Well, we can go. Let's go on a tangent with that one. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Be positive. Let's go. Are you ready? Be positive. No. Okay. So big. Big Bang, not he, that he, funny. It's he, wants me, he wants me to be positive because our podcast is about positivity, but... Just thinking of the brand. But this is Nerd Talk Radio. This Let's is where it. the hot takes happen. Get spicy. This is where we get letters. No, Big Bang Theory is like Olive Garden for nerds. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, when you're here, you're family? It, it's, it's, now, I know a lot of people... Like, see, a lot of people like Olive Garden. I get it. 
I'm half Italian. I grew up with an Italian grandmother making real Italian-American food and an Italian mother making real Italian-American food. Olive Garden isn't real Italian-American food. And, that is, and guess what? The Big Bang Theory is what people in Hollywood think nerds are. And they it's just... The media equivalent to unlimited breadsticks? Yeah. Yes, it's the media equivalent to unlimited breadsticks. I think, I've I, tried I think, to watch Big Bang Theory like four or five times because people say it's good. And every time I can only get it like two or three episodes. Yeah, in. no, it's not. I, I don't know why. I just can't do it. Not funny for you. You know what? how I like to watch Big Bang Theory is when they take the laughs at track out. Have you ever seen that? It is the most painful thing you've ever seen in your life. It's terrible. And, and it is the argument because then you all you hear is the jokes and none of the audience feedback. Yeah, it's like, terrible. It's, it's terrible. That's why, I mean, if you think of all of the brilliant sitcoms out there that don't have a laugh track and then people love that one and those people get paid so much per episode, I don't, you know, you got like the, like, what are we, like the Parks and Recs out there. Great. And, uh, what, Brooklyn Nine-Nines and... I'm thinking the ones that don't have a laugh track. There you go. Um, okay. Um, I don't like the well, Office. UK or I said I had, I had to watch like the Office season two before I actually liked it. I don't like the Office. Office hard to hard. It has to grow on you. What you want to see it? You want? So, okay. So you want to hear how nerdy I am? The Office is a dry humor type of show, I understand and that. you have to get through that first season. You you just got to. I don't want to get through. So if you don't want to get through the first season, then just skip to two, and then you're gonna go back. I understand, but here the, you want this is where I push my nerd glasses up and I get so nerdy that everyone's going to be like, Actually. "Oh my god, he's one of those." And like, you are one of uh, those. I saw the British office first, so <laughs> and it was funny and it was it and then this American one came and I'm like, "No." It's Ricky Gervais, man. That was that was his this crowning achievement. Best. So then were you happy whenever that redhead came in cuz she's from the British one? I never, I never got into the office. I couldn't do it. Oh, so you didn't watch the American one? Because the American one, I watched a little bit of it. British and the, actors end up coming in. And yep. also, the problem with the office too is, is that so you know we're at we're at an anime convention, right? We're all nerds here, right? You, you know how like you have to go to work and there's a bunch of normies there and stuff. I mean, you know what I mean? And you you go to work, you're around the normies and stuff, and they're always say that's what she said, and you know you're just like they're always <laughs> quoting the office and stuff, and it's it's a, it, yeah it's chilly yeah it's like you know, it's like it's like oh man you sometimes you're like I don't know if I want to like this when these people like this uh, this is for normal people so you're saying you don't like office because it's too normie. Yeah. I, I watched it when it first came out, like the yeah, pain yeah. of waiting for the new episode to come out. I got gotcha. you. So I was I able to appreciate it. You're uh, <laughs> and no, hey man, everybody likes something. But I do like the British one better. And I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> I am. I'm glad you like it. And Parks other and things that people <laughs> find funny that you just don't get. Uh, Will Ferrell. Oh. Uh oh. We might we might have to fight, and I have a microphone, so. <laughs> Some instances where there's like f funny spots, but besides that, like no, I, I don't. You don't like Elf? There again, there's funny spots, but just that's about it. I get it. That's about it. No one can. He, no one listening can see my face, but my face has fallen. Elf is like my favorite Christmas movie. I watch it more than once every Christmas time. Is is anyone else in the Elf not really that funny camp? Oh, over here. Come on, we gotta hear it because that's that's a funny movie. I'm sorry. I, I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. It's not, it's not, it, I don't like it. It's, I, yeah. 
Oh, there's some thoughts here. I mean, again, the secondhand embarrassment thing. I had to train myself to be able to watch Elf. Oh, so, gosh. I still haven't seen Elf, but I don't, um, like, when Will Ferrell, he was in The Office, right? Later on? Yeah, like, I, yeah, I did not like, like, I left The Office, but when he came in, I, I just, it was just pure agony to watch. Oh, man. Wow. I can't get with that. Elf's <laughs> my favorite. It's definitely a personality His style. His humor for sure. is not for everyone. Yeah. It really isn't. I don't blame you guys, but you guys got to think about Elf, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. You guys don't like that? That was a Talladega Nights. No. Step Brothers. Old Step school. Brothers. Yeah, come on. I don't, I don't really care for him. I don't really care for him, but Step Brothers? I like to pray to the baby Jesus. That's funny. I, I like Step Brothers, but I don't actually like it for Will Ferrell. I like it for the F- other actor. John C. John C. Riley. Only because good. he had my heart at Chicago. So then whatever I saw him in that. Mr. Cellophane. No, the, the, only, the only funny part to Step Brothers for me was the drum set, the whole drum set thing. I just, I, that, that I, I, lose my, I, lose my, I lose it when I watch that well, part. Well, see, and, the, and then every time, I don't know about you, but I know about all of us in, this, in our little podcast group, anytime we like, Move something out of the way. We always say, "There's so much more room for activities." Haha, <laughs> it's true. Here's the positive spin on it, though. Like yeah. we are being grumpy about Will Ferrell, but everybody has an example of at least some Will Ferrell. They're like, "I kind of like this," and the dudes had such a huge body of work. So yes, there may have been some misses for people, but mm-hmm. it's hard to beat that track record. Yes, and he's a dramatic actor too. Stranger than fiction. I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? <laughs> It's so good. What is there a comedy that we can all agree on? Universally funny. No. Robin Williams. Universally funny. Is there a specific Robin Williams? Any any of his stand-up, any of his movies. Well, his stand-up, his stand-up is a little X-rated. But <laughs> any, anything he's done in terms of his comedies, it's just Robin Williams, 100%. Anybody want to stand against Robin Williams? I didn't think so. Oh, wow. Well, y- you found it. Again, you quiet nods from the audience. You found it. You found you're, it. You're also asking a kid that was raised on Aladdin, so I can't, I can't go against yeah. Aladdin in any sense. So what's, what's another nerd debate, Scott, that we need to take on for the crew? Who we, shot first? Oh, McClunky. McClunky. My classic. You keep taking us in. Scott loves Star Wars. He keeps dragging us in there. Han okay. shot first. I've got one that can be a bit more controversial. Anime versus Western comics. Anime versus Western So give us some property examples of Western comics versus anime. Spider-Man versus, say, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> you are, I mean, <laughs> given the audience, uh, I don't know if there's anybody going to take you up on that one. There's also that debate we've always had at anime conventions is the subbed versus dubbed debate subbed versus dubbed subbed now, oh we have i now, mean this man's this man's the, hand shut up oh, yeah let's go and over the to the subbed other. versus dubbed debate on anime dub you can multitask yeah. oh, you no. can multitask with dub all right you oh so you know japanese <laughs> no you're telling me that you haven't watched enough that you can take a cue as to what's going on without having to pay attention <laughs> fair Fair. As somebody who likes to go to sleep and watch anime, I will choose the dub over the sub because I wear contacts and glasses. Mm-hmm. There you go. But I will say it is sometimes better to watch in Japanese because it just fits more. Sub for anything that's important? Anything you're just kind of filling out or you don't really care about? Dub. 
There you go. There you go. So it's kind of a funny <laughs> debate that we always do here because at, at anime conventions, there's a whole bunch of people outside this door who get paid for dumbing over stuff. <laughs> Wonderful people. And then when you're when when you're sitting there going like, yeah, I like the subbed better, you're kind of like, nah, I don't need you. So I I personally <laughs> prefer subbed, but. I grew up starting watching dub because I was a child, you know. But there are definitely scenarios where, um, like, as a sub-user, I'm like, okay, as the user, watcher. <laughs> so, yes. Um, where dub can be preferred. Like, there are scenarios where, like, dub is going to be more preferred, like, as you said, multitasking. Um, but sub, yep. personally, is better because I feel like I'm supporting it more directly. But I also like, I don't know. There's so much you can talk about on this. So it's interesting because what, what this boils down to, and we've act, we actually sometimes we interview, and hopefully we'll get some more interviews with these voice actors here. Mm -hmm. They've been so busy today. But um, we've interviewed voice actors before, and they're all of the opinion, of course, dubbed is better. But but <laughs> but part of their reason is, is like, why why is that a debate anymore? Because we try really hard to do a good job now? Because the debate came from my old days when... They were first bringing stuff over here. Yep. Um, a lot of the dubs were really bad. They were just trying to match the mouth flaps, with, regardless of what was going on in the story. But it was more um, quick and dirty to get it done. Yeah, just so they, they were just trying to get it done American. to get it out there. And and that's where that comes from, is that the, the old ones do really kind of have to watch yep. subtitled because you won't know what's going on. Um, but nowadays, they do a lot better job. So I think that unless you're trying to learn Japanese or something like that, I don't know, I kind of go for dubbed for the newer stuff. But on the older stuff, I, I prefer the subtitle stuff. Cause like, and I'm talking about, like I'm like a kid who used to watch original Bubblegum Crisis uh -huh. and stuff like that. So Dominion Tank Police, things like that. Do I get any nods at all? Oh, everyone's so new here. I feel we like Grandpa. Nods in the back. No, but I well, think we got, that it, we got it one right here. It's been, been waiting. Subbed versus dubbed. Um, subbed because they have more emotion in their voice and they're the original. So the dubbed is just based off of them. So it's basically like copycat and <laughs> captions. So unless you're busy, captions. Same thing because, I mean, it's more original to the story. You're, you're getting the actual story if, it's, if you're doing the subtitles versus. I mean, look at Squid Games. I mean, could anybody get behind what they did with Squid Games for Netflix? Well, live action is a little different because then you get that funny, like how the you know used to the, all the comedians in the '80s would do those jokes of when you're watching a, a martial arts movie, oh, the delayed voice, and the yes. delayed voice thing, and they'd make them laugh to fill it in and stuff. All right, I'll be honest. I prefer uh, sub because it takes so long for the English versions to come out. Yeah. Valid. However, I. <laughs> I, I, I have recently found a love for, for the dub versions ever since I discovered the Portuguese dub version of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right, we only got like three minutes left, but here, I, I, Mikey, what's your take on sub versus dub? Uh, I do have to give a shout-out to the hardworking voice actors that we get to talk to. Having talked to them and learning about how the whole process works, the people that do it right do a great job. But there are some faults in dubbed. And I gotta support the hipster nerd. Like you get the subtitled ones first. So this is what I This is my take as a hard nerd. Watch it subtitled first, and if you love it, when the dubs come out, watch it dubbed. And then you, because you're gonna watch it more than once anyway. All right. So hey, man, we're like out of time. Thanks for coming out to Thanks our you, panel on the podcast. Hey, yeah, man. 
So we want to thank you guys so much for coming out to the panel. We want to, we want you guys to follow us at Assuming Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find us at assumingpositions at gmail.com. You can .com. send us a letter. I always ask Mikey, how do you want the letter to be formatted? For uh, into a microphone. Come out and see us. <laughs> Deliver us the message personally. Deliver us the message personally. We want to thank you guys so much for coming out. We want to thank that guy, Brad, for doing our announcing. Not Scott Productions for our equipment. Jazzar for our music. And have fun at Anime Dallas. Woo, thank you, guys.